know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick and get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Certainly appreciate you tuning into the program. Whether you're doing here on the airwaves at 106.1 FM, maybe the iHeartRadio app, tune in radio app, our digital platforms, maybe on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com or EricAsher.com. Or again, maybe you're checking out our podcast because our podcast is everywhere. Anchors are home base, but on your favorite podcasting uh, platform, just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. Our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Join the conversation there. Hey, if you missed the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports today, you missed a lot. Uh, Ricardo LeCamp of Channel 4 Sports and also Christopher Dotson of uh, Pelican's Scoop join me on the program today. Uh, Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, Riverbell Classic, all on tap for you. If you missed it, tonight, 6 o'clock on LAE, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. Uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. We've got a great show for you today. It's our regular Thursday lineup. Gary Smith will join us at 4.15, talking Tulane. Big game tonight against SMU uh, at Yeoman. It's going to be a cold night, supposed to be a blackout night, senior night uh, for the Greenies. Hopefully, again, Tulane fans will show up despite, again, the uh, uh, the cold weather. Uh, the seniors deserve it. This team deserves it. And, look, a lot in front of this team uh, winning this week and then winning next Friday on Black Friday against uh, Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Uh, and the, uh, the, uh, the Tulane Green Wave will have uh, uh, everything that they've wanted right there in front of them as they will, will take on UCF. Uh, for the uh, AAC championship with a with a possible berth in the uh, in the uh, Cotton Bowl, so everything that they're looking for is ahead of them. But you got to take care of this week, and you got to take care of next week, and then in the championship game that follows, uh, we'll be joined by Ross Jackson of Locked On Saints podcast, also Saints Wire and CrestedSports.com at 4:35. You know we're talking Saints with him. Ali Cassell visits from uh, the Bird Rights at 5:15, and looking forward to talking to him about the Pels. Pels winning last night uh, over the Memphis. Grizzlies, uh, big game for uh, Trey Murphy. But again, what what is the theme of this season so far? It's been the bench coming off uh, with again guys like our Alvarado, and um, um, you're looking at um, um, uh, Najee Marshall, also um, uh, uh, the other other players that are. Uh, coming off that bench and playing very, very well uh, for this team. Uh, look, I, I can't take anything away from Murphy the way he played last night, but but the theme of this uh, of this team again in terms of getting the energy going is is when again the the bench comes in and uh, you know I tell you right now uh, just to, again a, a fantastic game last night by uh, 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 by the uh, uh, by the Pels and looking forward to. Um, uh, again, uh, they're taking on the Boston Celtics uh, tomorrow night, uh, which is going to be an. And from what I understand, um, a lot of um, uh, not a lot of tickets available uh, for that game. So again, uh, uh, Pell's last night, uh, big win uh, over the over the Bulls, and uh, and we'll talk about that uh, going. For, um, we'll talk about that going forward uh, on the program. Also, uh, we'll be joined by. Um, uh, in the uh, in the finish out the program, we'll be joined by Jordy Collada of the Jordy Collada Show, uh, and uh, looking forward to having him. We'll be talking Saints with and uh, and LSU with him, uh, but primarily LSU. Uh, as um, uh, again, uh, a huge win uh, this past weekend over the um, uh, Arkansas Razorbacks with UAB on tap, followed by Texas A&M. 
and then, of course, a uh, berth in the SEC championship game against Georgia. So all that coming up here on the program. And today's program is brought to you by our friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. And I want to remind you, all will be open on Thanksgiving Day. So look, sometimes people just some people just don't want to uh, you know uh, uh, cook on Thanksgiving Day. They'd like to get the family together and go out to a restaurant. Again, all the Oceana restaurants will be open for Thanksgiving Day. Uh, fried turkey with turkey gravy, crawfish jalapeno cornbread, mustard greens, all on tap. There's also a Thanksgiving menu that's available for you in terms of catering. You can call Erica at 504-525-3661. That's extension 211. Uh, again, Erica at 504-525-3661. That's extension 211 uh, to be able to find out about catering options through, again, all the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Odawans Cookery, uh, and, and, of course, um, 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 Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Uh, this half hour is brought to you by Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, don't forget 205 Bourbon Street. Great place to have your next event. Great place to have a meal. Plus, you've got friends coming in from out of town for Thanksgiving or family. 200 block of Bourbon Street. Beautiful picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street and the front of the restaurant. The back of the restaurant has a spectacular um, French Quarter courtyard. Two private rooms that, 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 are on the, uh, that are on the second and third floor with, again, adjoining um, Bourbon Street balconies, private restroom, private bar, uh, and, and a fantastic menu for you. Uh, extraordinary cocktails made by, again, some of the best mixologists we have in the city. Uh, it's a wonderful dining experience, uh, perfect for, again, date night, closing that deal, and getting together with friends and family to celebrate the holidays. Uh, to find out more or to have your next event with, again, the holidays upon us and a lot of people looking to be able to have, uh, again, holiday parties, what a perfect place to have it in the 200 block of Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Go to nolacookery.com. That's nolacookery.com because it's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery, part of the Oceana family of restaurants, and all will be open on Thanksgiving Day. All right, um, we're just a minute away from um, Gary Smith, so why don't we bring him up now? He's got a busy, busy night ahead of him uh, with the Green Wave uh, uh, in action tonight, taking on SMU. Uh, of course, his website, The Wave Report, the most comprehensive look at, uh, at Tulane Athletics. Uh, he also writes for the uh, Picayune, The Advocate. You can catch him online at NOLA.com. But, folks, I'm telling you, if you're a Tulane fan and you want to find out what's happening first, it's an inexpensive way to be able to know what's going on with your favorite team. It's The Wave Report. I highly recommend it. And, of course, Gary joins us each and every week right here on the program. Gary, how are you, buddy? Doing well, Eric. Doing well. Huh? I'm glad I'm going to be in the press box tonight. It's going to be a little ch- one of those rare chilly nights <laughs> for a Tulane yeah. game. <laughs> I agree. And and you know what's funny is they they've got that. What they have the, the is it that um, the box where um, uh, they have the the bar and everything in the back. Uh, where it's yeah. like a club seating. Mm-hmm. I got a feeling a lot of folks are going to be are going to be huddled uh, up in there the, tonight uh, as well. Yeah, exactly. It was, uh, usually it's because it's really hot at the beginning of the year right. that the people aren't sitting in the seats. Tonight, it, uh, with, with your 50-degree temperature, a, a, a little wind, it, it, it's going to be a chilly one. Probably, probably the yeah, coldest no game doubt. that Tulane played at, at Yalman Stadium in its, in its eight years. Really? Okay, that, that's Nine interesting. Years, now, yeah. I do want to ask you this. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. what's, the, what's the vibe? Are we going to see the students come out on a cold night? I, uh, are the Tulane fans going to show up? Because, look, this is a big game for, for, yeah. for this program tonight. 
Yeah, I'm a little worried. I think the students will show up. I, I, I think they've really gotten into this football team. So I think the end zone will be pretty packed. I, 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 I could be wrong, but I, but I think it will. Uh, when I'm, I'm going to be interested to see the rest of the stadium because it really, you know, it, it was disappointing that Tulane could not sell out the, the, the UCF game. There, there, there's no yes. other way to put it because UCF brought a lot of fans. <laughs> yes, they did. Um, and, and it still wasn't. You know, there were a couple thousand seats seat short so a, a cold night on a thursday night thursday nights usually aren't as well attended in general anyway I, i'm going to be interested to see what the reception is for a, a senior night when when if, if there's any group of seniors that, that, that needs to be recognized it, it's this group of seniors um who's right. been through a lot at tulane and have done a terrific job in, in keeping it together and, and galvanizing this team to have the the, the season that it's had so far well, I don't know how it is today, uh, Gary, but again, in, in my day growing up, living uptown, you know, again, just a stone's yeah. throw from the Tulane's campus, uh, it was a big night on Thursday night at the Boot. So hopefully mm-hmm. the kids will stay away from the Boot tonight, yep. head over to the stadium, and then have something to celebrate later on at the Boot. Yeah, that, 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 that's a good point. I mean, again, what Tulane students used to do in recent years is they, they'd show up at the beginning of the game and, and, and then they'd, they'd be gone by halftime. <laughs> we might see a little <laughs> bit of that tonight, depending on, right. uh, on, on how the game's going and, 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 and how cold it actually is in the stands. But I really do. I think there'll be a good student turnout. Yeah, hopefully so. Uh, it is deserving, especially for these seniors. All right, let's go back and look at UCF. Then I want to go forward and look at sure. uh, SMU tonight. Uh, John, uh, John Rice Plumley w- w- did everything he did against LSU, against Tulane. Um, mm-hmm. He was spectacular as a runner. Uh, again, and a, again, 132 yards through the through the air. Um, one thing that that I noticed that that uh, was again a lot of X, and I've been saying this all week long. A lot of X SEC players uh, that were recruited to that mm-hmm. to Malzone's team. Uh, you saw the speed on the field. Even Willie Fritz commented that again, maybe they weren't ready for the speed uh, the, yeah. of, of UCF. That doesn't mean again if they get to the championship game, they won't be ready because right. I think they will be ready a second time. But they seem to be caught off guard by the speed of of, of the Knights. Yeah, I, yeah. As well as Tulane has played this year and prepared, I think this this was their worst in 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 both departments. And and, uh, and yeah, a lot of credit goes to UCF. They've just got dudes. <laughs> you you look at them warming up. You look at them on the field. They're bigger, faster, stronger. And and I think it's a testament to Tulane's toughness this year. This is a game. The way that game went and the way Tulane defensive line got kind of overpowered in that game. That's a game Tulane would have lost 48 to 17 in any other year under, under Willie Fritz. And they were able to hang in there and, and, and give themselves a chance. But yeah, I mean, I, I look, John Plumlee's a terrific runner, but his longest run of the year had been 38 yards because teams had game plan for that. And it really did look like, you know, Willie Fritz said right after the game that they should have put their fastest guy um, as the scout team quarterback. Well, yeah, <laughs> in practice, because it sure, it sure looked like they weren't prepared at the beginning yep. of the game and those were two that set the entire tone of the game he had he had a, what, a 55 yard run and a 67 yard run right off the bat um then they made adjustments and and, and kept him in check for the most part um uh, but but really they got whipped they got whipped at the line and and, and it wasn't for lack of effort um uh, ucs just got a really good football team they don't they don't always you know, they don't always play great but when they do play great they're awfully tough to beat and 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 Tulane got got that version of UCF. Plumlee's not a good passer. Um, mm-hmm. he, he he missed some open receivers in that game, but but Tulane basically just just couldn't stop the run, and it, it's always tough to win when that's the situation. What Tulane the most rushing yards Tulane had given up all year was 200 to UMass, and that was only because yeah. Tulane had backups in the game for the whole second half. Um, mm-hmm. UCF ran for over 350. You're not going to win when that happens, but I'm, I'm I'm impressed that Tulane hung in there, gave themselves a shot, and if 
one idiotic call by Gus Malzahn had not worked out in, in UCF's favor. Maybe we're talking about Tulane winning the game because uh, yeah. it was fourth and one at their own 37-yard line. They basically were getting four or five yards of pop on every running play, and that's when he decided to dial up the trick play where they direct snap it to the running back who then throws to Plumley down the sideline. It was a beautiful pass. Plumley yep. didn't catch it. They called interference on on, uh, um, on Jarius Monroe. I've seen it. It does look to me like he probably grabbed his arm. It was it was not a call that's always made, though. If they don't make that call, it's Tulane ball at the UCF 37, down seven midway through the fourth quarter, and, and, and who knows what happens. So, and I agree with you. If Tulane is able to get another shot at UCF in Orlando later this year, there's no tell. I, I don't think that just because of what happened on Saturday that that means Tulane would not have a, a decent shot shot to beat them. Well, no, I think they'll be Tulane much more now. prepared. It, much more. It's up to Tulane to get into that position now. Yeah, Bowser was what what what, what was a load. Um, yeah. uh, maybe the, maybe the biggest most physical back they played yeah. this year. But I'm, I'm going to flip it to the uh, to Tulane side for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Tajay Spears. Well, how's yeah. his health? Now he had yeah. eight carries for 130 yards, uh, and of course he had one catch for nine yards. Um, uh, and and then then, he, then again, he, you know, he kind of disappeared because of the injury. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How's he? How's he looking for the last that, couple games? That's the million dollar question with him because look, they only practiced. They only had one practice open this week because of the, the short schedule. He did practice. Um, he he didn't look honestly. He didn't look that healthy to me last week um, in, in practice, and then you saw what he could do. He runs for 75 yards on, on, on his first carry um, was, was having a terrific game was probably going to have over 200 yards. And, and I don't, they're, they're being mysterious about it. He, he won't talk about it. He did interviews this week. He, um, he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't discuss it. Something obviously happened to him. Cause you're not, I don't, you, there's just no way he's standing on the sidelines if, <laughs> if he's healthy. And he only played one once on the last 28 snaps of the game. And that was on a touchdown pass where he just clearly went in as a decoy. Um, so I, Obviously, they didn't feel comfortable giving him the ball. That that that's huge. I, I will say this against a, against a team like UCF, Tulane absolutely needed Tajay Spears at 100 percent against SMU. Their defense is shaky. Mm-hmm. Shoddy Clayton Johnson can do damage against SMU. Yes, Iverson Celestine can do damage against SMU. They, they, I mean, they're not they're good. They're nobody's Tajay Spears. He's a truly special player. But I don't if he's not a hundred percent tonight. I don't think it's as significant as it turned as it as it could have turned out to be. The, the funny thing is, after he got hurt, Tulane scored touchdowns on every possession and kicked the field goal. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't like his absence actually turned out to hurt them in that game. But he's such an unbelievable player. You, you it obviously. Anytime he's, he's on a, the field, he's a game breaker. I mean, yeah. you saw yeah. it. I mean, I look, look, look at the kind of speed that UCF had yeah. on the field, and, yeah. and again, he, he goes to show well. he's going to be he's going to be he's going to be a pro back. <laughs> I mean, he just I'm is. I mean, he's got everything you need. This guy, I co- I cannot remember now whether it was spring after his freshman year or his actual freshman year. They did a scrimmage um, that, was, that that I went to, and he had two touchdowns of like eighty yards in, in the scrimmage, um, and and and. They couldn't touch him, and, and there's and Tulane's had some good. Dontrell Hilliard's in the NFL. They've had some good running backs under Willie Fritz. They've never had anybody who's looked like Tajay Spears under under Fritz. I mean, he he is a true special talent. Yep, no doubt about it. Right, let's talk about tonight. Um, you wrote about uh, uh, the wide receiver from uh, SMU mm-hmm. this week. They got a pretty yeah. good quarterback. Uh, talk about the matchup. Yeah, it's like. like 
the the problem with UCF was that their dudes are just a little bit more talented than Tulane than than Tulane's players. There, they're recruiting at a at a, at a at a at a different level. Asking me, that's not the case. They do have the the the, the leading receiver in the country, Rashi Rice. He's a special player. None of their other guys are special. This is more about scheme. SMU just has a terrific passing scheme, and 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 that's going to be the challenge for for Tulane tonight. Um, they, it, it's just, you just watch SMU. They 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 know what they they know what they're doing. Um, and and uh, and and the concern there is that Tulane doesn't really have any weaknesses this year. But if they do have one, it's rushing the quarterback. They've only got 14 sacks. It's near the bottom of the conference. And and the only way you really stop this SMU team is, is get pressure on Tanner Mordecai, their quarterback. And I'm not convinced that Tulane's going to be able to do that. They, they can make some plays. You know, their, their system all year long has been to make people throw in front of them, not give up the big play, then come up and make the tackle. But SMU's, they're good enough to, to go on those 14 play 80 yard drives, completing it in front of defensive backs and, 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 and taking the first downs. I really think this game is going to be on Tulane's offense because this is an SMU team. They beat they beat Houston two weeks ago, seventy seven to sixty three. Houston scored nine touchdowns. Um, Tulane can run on SMU. Tulane can pass on SMU. If Tulane can come out and not make the mistakes they've made against UCF because they clearly were jittery on offense, they dropped passes yeah. on two of the first three plays. Day Day McDougal dropped one of the easiest touchdown passes you're ever going to see mm. in the second half, forcing them to settle for a field goal. That's more of the stuff we saw in past years and, and not this year. If they can can come out and play clean. This is a game where Tulane's offense can take over and keep SMU's offense on the sideline as much as possible. And I think I think Tulane's going to need to score in the upper thirties in this game to win. And I and I, I I think it's possible. They just have to execute. Yeah, and I I agree one hundred percent. I mean, last week um, eight penalties, eighty three yards. Some of those yeah. some faux penalties. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. Okay. The the, the officiating crew was horrible. Not there were good. Three plays, three critical calls that that were made against Tulane. Well, two against Tulane and one against. UCF when that flag was picked up on that eight-minute drive that maybe you could have stymied me that yep. eight-minute drive and then of yep. course the uh, the fumble recovery from from Nick Anderson uh, where again they, they said that the replay showed that 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 uh, his knee was down you couldn't see that yeah. and then no, it wasn't, I it agree. wasn't that was I mean that was a horrible that was a horrible replay call there yeah. uh, and, and then on one of those interference calls calls on Monroe I thought was was kind of ticky tack as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, I, and really, two of them. I, I again, I think the one on the fourth down play, he didn't seem to argue too much. I think he kind of did. I think that's why Plumley might not have caught the ball. But one of the other calls on him, he didn't do anything. <laughs> it was interference for playing defense. So, yep. um, yeah, I just, yeah, and, and you're right. And that swayed the game. It really did. I mean, you're talking about that on that eight-minute drive. Uh, they get they get that they get that penalty right there. There's a chance that they're getting off the field right there. Okay, and, and then of course it could be a different game if Anderson's got. Well, that was almost in the red zone. If Anderson you know, has that fumble right there, and and um, you know they take over right there in the first quarter. Was, uh, just again, was, you don't want to blame it on the officials, but that—I mean—that was just blatant bad it, calls. It might have been the difference between Tulane being up fourteen to ten and Tulane being down seventeen to seven. That's a pretty big. Difference. There you go. Again, again, there, there still, you go. They were still going to have the problem. UCF was controlling the line of scrimmage, and you usually don't win when that's happening. But but hey, it ended up being a seven-point game, <laughs> and and those calls absolutely could have made the difference. Yep. But that's the good thing about this team. They did not quit. Mm-hmm. Through didn't. it all, they were struggling in terms of tackling. They were struggling, yep. again, with penalties, drop yep. passes, as you mentioned. But they stayed with it, and, they, and, and again, still at the end, they were still coming at them. Leaves mm-hmm. losing 38-31. Uh, and that, that's what leads me to believe, look, the Knights might be feeling pretty good about themselves, but if Tulane gets yes. a second shot at them, it might be a different – I think it could be a different story. Absolutely could be. And, and look, and, and you – 
Gus Malzahn's teams are all over the board. I mean, they, they, they got clobbered by East Carolina this year. They laid an egg. Their, their offense laid an egg against Louisville. Really, you watch UCF's personnel and who they played this year, they should be undefeated. <laughs> they should be 10-0 right now, and they're sitting there at 8-2. and And if Tulane can get to that game, and it sure it isn't going to be easy, because never mind the SMU game. Tulane actually does not right. have to win this game, for sure, to get to the championship mm-hmm. game. But they do have to beat Cincinnati next week. Right. And Cincinnati has not looked good this year, but they've got a 32-game home winning streak. And that and, and they're another team like UCF. they got players, <laughs> especially yep. at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. You're dealing with bigger, stronger guys up front. So it won't be easy, but I certainly don't. I certainly think it's possible for this Tulane team because, again, that was a 48-17 to 17 football game in any of the other years under Willie Fritz on, on, yep. on Saturday, the way UCF ran. And instead, it was a seven-point game that easily, easily could have been different. And, of course, an 11 a.m. kickoff. The, the, the schedule makers don't yep. do any favors there. And it's probably going to be yep. – more than likely it's going to be pretty chilly up in Cincinnati on Black Friday. So, one, I mean, yep, again, at least they get a little taste of it here right now. Yeah. Okay, so maybe they can prepare for that uh, mm-hmm. uh, for next week. And, look, uh, you know, this is a quick turnaround with, S- with, with SMU. Yeah. So, hopefully, again, they've, they've uh, recovered from, from the game on Saturday mm-hmm. uh, and, and are ready to go. I like them tonight. Uh, I'm just hoping that the crowd comes and shows up, and especially for the seniors there. Uh, but, I, again, I, I just think that Willie Fritz and his staff have done a terrific job this year, and we'll have these guys ready to play tonight. They have, and, and look, this is a game. Forget forget the race. It's, it's just time for Tulane to beat SMU. Tulane's lost all seven games to SMU in the American Athletic Conference. Could easily have won four of them. And not, I mean, I mean obviously there's the banks within controversy on the call, but the other, the three home games that Tulane has played against SMU in 2016 and 2018, Tulane was winning by two scores with 10 minutes left in both games. Ended up giving up touchdown, two touchdowns at the end and losing mainly on long passes that they didn't defend. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then when they played two years ago, when SMU was ranked, uh, Tulane, went, Tulane took the lead four different times in the game, and then yes. SMU drove for touchdowns on all four times the first possession after Tulane took the lead, ended up winning in overtime. If Tulane had won that game, we wouldn't have to be hearing about the 61-game losing streak against ranked teams, that stuff. It's just been mm-hmm. one heartbreak after another. Tulane owes this team. Um, there's no reason that, that look, SMU, SMU's on a roll offensively right now. But it, the way this Tulane team plays defense and the way this Tulane team shows mental toughness, there's no reason they shouldn't be able to come out and find a way to win tonight. I 100% agree. And, and, and I'm, I'm, again, I'm, I'm picking them for a, a win tonight as well. Tell us about your fantastic website, how folks can subscribe, uh, what you got coming up for us, obviously, in, in, uh, in, in the paper and online, and how folks can follow you on social media. Sure. Well, actually, you can. I, my my game story will make the uh, NOLA.com and the Advocate and the, and the Times Picayune newspaper. They've they've changed. They've made the deadline later so that that game story will get in. That's a that's you win. They make some that's changes huge. sometimes in terms of in terms of coverage. Um, you can go to my website. Um, Tulane.rivals.com, thewavereport.com. You can see who's coming in for recruiting visits this, tonight. Obviously, it's not many guys on a Thursday night. It, it, it's tough, but they've got a quarterback, actually, a, a, a junior quarterback for two, the 2024 class from, from Los Angeles who has an offer from Georgia choosing mm. to come to Tulane on an official visit for, the, for, for this game tonight. That's another sign of, of what, what the difference that comes when you start winning um, and, and when you put yourself in the position that, that, that Tulane is in. No doubt. Uh, at Gare Smith on Twitter, always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, we'll be off next week, so happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. And, hey, if Tulane wins, hey, well, we, know that we, we know the Saints aren't doing much winning this year. It's, it's just right. nice that one of the teams in New Orleans. <laughs> Amen to that. 
<laughs> is giving its fans some, some, some joy this year. Yes, indeed. No doubt. No doubt. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it here. Thanks for having me on. There he goes, uh, Gary Smith. Uh, again, Wave Report. If you're a Tulane fan, subscribe to the Wave Report. Hey, folks, I, I tell you all the time about generators from my friends over at Burkhardt. One of the reasons why is, again, my experience, uh, which was a great experience. It really was. Uh, their dedicated generator team came out. Uh, they did everything for me. I mean, permits, inspection. There were multiple inspections that we had to have here in Jefferson Parish. Uh, you know, I wanted the generator on, on, on the on – the, there's an alley on the side of my house. Uh, you know, because it just wasted space. And, of course, uh, Jason Burkhardt said, E, I, I can't do it. Uh, you know, I, I goes, you know, by code, I have to put it here because of possible carbon monoxide poisoning. And, of course, he was right because, again, um, when you look around the around the, the country, you look around the state, uh, uh, some companies uh, put the generator where the homeowner or business owner wanted it and it was the wrong spot, and now they had to come back and change all that out, And you know, because of some tragedies have happened. Uh, they made it so easy for me. Again, from sitting down with, with Jason Burkhardt, uh, coming up with the uh, generator that, that they were going to install in my home, uh, financing available, you can pay that up, up front, or, or again, low monthly notes. The new install quality check, literally, again, one of their top guys came out. My wife and I were there. We took notes, opened up the, uh, the machinery, showed us again uh, you know, uh, what has to happen in, in terms of um, you know, how to crank it up, if it doesn't crank up, where you have to go. I mean, literally just a, a, a tutorial on how to operate the system uh and, and then of course now the peace of mind of knowing that i don't have to worry about the power going out anymore you know again and then look it's 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 been almost habitual i mean you know it doesn't take a storm to knock the power out in these in these parts there now i mean you know just a you know just a bad day for energy and, and the energy and, and the power go out i mean literally before the generator was was installed in my in my home right down the block the same transformer went out three separate times just amazing okay so again you gotta again if you have a, a home or a business make the investment get the peace of mind increase your property value make sure that again your customers are never without power when they're coming to visit your, your your store or again your restaurant uh, they have 24 7 365 emergency service uh, they have all the parts you need stocked in their warehouse in mandeville and then they do the main maintenance for your uh, generator as well got to maintain that like a car engine okay you just don't stick in the backyard and crank it up you know when the power goes out you got to maintain the generator burkhart can do it for you. Hey, you're looking for a generator? They have Generac generators in their warehouse right now waiting for you to be able to call to have them installed in your home or business. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com. Looking for a generator? Think Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, The Hideout Bar, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. I want to let everybody know they will all be open on Thanksgiving Day. Fried turkey with turkey gravy, crawfish jalapeno cornbread, mustard greens, and of course, you can also have your Thanksgiving dinner uh, catered. Uh, all you have to do is call Erica at 504-525-3661. That's extension 211. That's 505-525-3661. Uh, extension 211. That's Erica. And you can tell them the Big E sent you. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. 
This report is sponsored by Mucinex Fast Max Cold and Flu All-in-One. Skip the symptoms, not the celebration. Celebrate comeback season with Mucinex Fast Max Cold and Flu All-in-One. Its maximum strength formula tackles up to nine cold and flu symptoms. Try Mucinex All-in-One and get $5 cash back to celebrate your comeback. Visit FastMaxCashBack.com to learn more. Use as directed. Look out for delays solid if you're traveling on 10 westbound from Orleans to Canal, and delays pick back up 10 westbound from Clearview to Veterans. Look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid right at Canal Boulevard. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection, your delays are solid from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit, and look out for an accident charters at Bienville, and school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, this is Eric Asher. If you know you'll be needing a new air conditioning system anytime soon, then you should call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating before the end of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. So see by calling Burkhardt today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies for the joining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. 
Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. This half hour brought to you by Bobby Gage, Ebear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Uh, voted number one restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. Uh, perfect place to eat your Thanksgiving dinner, too. You know, I'll tell you about, again, again Thanksgiving uh, dinner available at uh, all the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Fried turkey, turkey gravy, crawfish jalapeno, cornbread, mustard greens. Also, if you call Erica at 504-525-3661, extension 211, uh, you can get the catering menu for Thanksgiving. If you'd like to, again, have uh, the uh, Oceana Family of Restaurants, including Bobby Bears, cater your um, upcoming um, uh, Thanksgiving. But, again, perfect, perfect place because... What do we like to do on Thanksgiving? We like to watch the ball games. We like to get together with family. Every single game will be on all the 30-plus TV screens. Uh, the um, combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine is what makes Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon a restaurant unique. Uh, you look at the uh, all the great memorabilia, which some of it is, again, items. Uh, the menu is outstanding. If you're not looking for Thanksgiving fare, again, the full menu will still be available for you. Amazing cocktails. Again, if you try the ultimate Bloody Mary, it's a meal in itself. And then, of course, incredible beer selection. Uh, if you're looking for a, a spot to go for Thanksgiving, uh, think about the Oceana Family of Restaurants. If you're in Mentory, think Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. And, of course, remember, Thanksgiving available uh, for you fried turkey turkey gravy crawfish jalapeno cornbread mustard greens ah there you go uh that's a nice thanksgiving for you over at the oceana family of restaurants all right thanks to uh, gary smith for joining us in the program ross jackson locked on saints podcast saints uh, wire and of course uh crestedysports.com is with us he does a fantastic job covering the new orleans saints hey ross how are you bud hey buddy doing good doing good trying to uh Trying to, you know, mind over matter this cold right now, but other than that, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, now now you 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 you're obviously again uh, New Orleans boy, but again you lived in California for a while, which you lived in Texas yeah. for a while. Uh, the, these temperatures are, are not are not um, um, normal for any of the places where you've lived, right? Yeah, absolutely. And let's say I do, I also lack the requisite body for any yeah you know you don't have my body fat to be able to insulate you no you don't <laughs> uh, I am not that ready. is a great point i mean i'd like to give you some if you want some if there's a way we can i can transfer to some to you i'd love to be able to give you i have an abundance <laughs> and I have whatever the exact opposite of an abundance. <laughs> well, that's that's what that's what heavy coats are for, my friend. That's what heavy coats are for. So glad to have you on the program today. Look, the big the big talking point this week has been the, the quarterback position, and and really now the stubbornness is what it seems of of Dennis Allen sticking with Andy Dalton, uh, despite the, the the troubles within the offense. And look, some of that's on the offensive line. We know that. Uh, but maybe going with a more more mobile quarterback like Taysom Hill, or going back to Jameis Winston and giving him a second shot, looking for a spark on this offense. You're there every single day. What are your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I think it's interesting the the choice to stick with Andy Dalton, and you know, I, I as you know, and as we've discussed here on the program before, have been strong in in the belief that Jameis winston if healthy should get an opportunity and should be given an opportunity to you know prove whether or not he deserves the starting role that he was awarded before the season began when they brought him back to new orleans with the express you know purpose of making him making him their starting uh quarterback and so it's it's, it's an interesting one to me i think when you look at the you know the games under andy dalton you don't really see an andy dalton led 
offense in terms of the best productive, the most productive days, you see Taysom Hill scoring four touchdowns in a game. You see Alvin Kamara scoring three touchdowns in a game. So it's sort of always been this Herculean lift of another player that has resulted in those wins. And so, you know, the argument in favor of Andy Dalton being an offensive decision and that, you know, as long as the ball was moving and as long as they were scoring points that Andy Dalton would be the guy moving forward. Well, that's just not what we've seen from this New Orleans Saints offense. So in terms of, you know, that, I, I think that that alone is, 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 you know, enough reason to say, okay, time to go back to Jameis. Uh, or, you know, I, I wouldn't even be mad if they said, you know, we're going to give Taysom Hill a shot. But, you know, I do believe that they've removed Taysom Hill firmly mm-hmm. from that conversation. Yes. You know, so um, so it's an interesting one, and especially to hear now that you know the decision, that part of the decision is that James Winston isn't healthy, but yet he's not on injury reports and things like that is you know an right. interesting thing to to take note of as well. But you know, clearly, if he's not healthy enough to be the starter, then Andy Dalton's it seems as they're really their only option to move forward. So if that's the case, then that I understand. But if it's based on the offense, I think you need to try to inject something uh, into this offense, uh, you know, and quickly. Whoever's behind center this week, again, they're, they're going to have to be mobile. I mean, there's no way around it. I mean, is a if there's a, such thing as called a makeshift offensive line, this is it. Yeah, yeah, and you know, thankfully, the Saints' defensive line uh, will also go up against a makeshift offensive line with the Los Angeles Rams. So that's not going to help uh, Andy Dalton when it comes to Aaron Donald potentially breathing down his neck, and so. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure exactly where they're going to go at center. You know, Eric McCoy is on injured reserve. Um, you know, Josh Andrews missed yesterday's practice with, with illness. Uh, you know, injury report hasn't come out yet for today. But, you know, if Josh Andrews isn't able to go, then I guess you have to move Cesar Ruiz over there. So now you're, you've upset four positions, basically, in, in that case. Um, you know, if James Hurst isn't able to go, we know, you know, it seems unlikely that Andrew Sweet's going to be ready to go. So in that case, you've probably got Landon Young starting on at left tackle. I would imagine Lewis Kidd gets to start again at, left guard, I guess you shift Cesar Ruiz over to center if Josh Andrews isn't healthy uh, enough to go when it's time, and then you have Calvin Throckmorton back at right guard, so effectively those are four players playing out of position, only one starter, uh, two starters, only one of them actually playing in his position in that case, which would be Ryan Ramchick at right tackle, so um, it would be a lot to uh, to manage with a uh, talented pass-rushing team on the other side. One of the most disappointing positions this year has been defensive tackle. Why is that? Well, that's an interesting one for sure. I mean, it was one that we we thought maybe this would pay a little bit more. You know, it would bring you know newer new faces in, potentially even invest there in the draft. And they just didn't really go that route. They brought in Julio Johnson. Julio Johnson didn't stick around. They brought in Catavia Street, who's had you know good moments. He's also had some you know a couple of penalties and things like that that didn't go his way. But he's had some some flashy moments in the past in the, the pass rush game. He's had some flashy moments in the run game as well. But you haven't really gotten consistent play there from the guys that you expect, like David Onyemata and Shai Tuttle, and then getting Malcolm Roach back, we thought would give them a little bit of a boost, but we haven't seen that yet either. So, yeah, it's, it's been an interesting one, and I think some of it is that, you know, we spoke with with uh, Ryan Nielsen today, and one of the, the tasks of any defensive line when it comes to the run game is to reset the line of scrimmage. And what's been happening with the Saints defensive line is that the the – line of scrimmage has been getting reset by the offensive line, meaning they've been getting a good push on the defensive line, particularly in the interior. So you're moving them two, three yards, one, two, three yards back, depending upon the rep. And that means that the running back that's running up the middle goes one, two, three yards before they even break a new line of scrimmage. Therefore, they have no contact before then. 
And I think that's been one of the things we've seen happen to this New Orleans Saints defensive line consistently throughout the season that we haven't really seen since Ryan Nielsen has been in the building since 2017. This team has been one of the best run defenses uh, over that time. And the interior push is definitely a big part of that. Caden Ellis was a, was a pleasant surprise last week. Yeah, um, you know, I've always been a, a fan of Caden Ellis's game. He's a hyper-athletic second-level player, extremely smart. When they brought him in from the Idaho Vandals a few years ago, they immediately taught him every linebacker position. They had him work at Mike. They let him be the communicator. They had him work at Will and, you know, get settled in coverage. And then his main role uh, over the course of the past few years has really been as a Sam linebacker or a run support linebacker over on the strong side. But, you know, they've continued to work with him in terms of his coverage. That was something that Dennis Allen said over the offseason really stuck out about Caden Ellis. They like how strong his hands are in the pass rush game as well. So he's a versatile player that can do a lot. And right now you're without a versatile player at the second level who can do a lot in Pete Warner. So to see Caden Ellis come in and do that, that was really great to see uh, against Pittsburgh. Now Ryan Nielsen pointed out, made a good point this week, that this week ends up being a bigger challenge for Caden because now there's tape. Now everybody knows what he can do. So can he continue to find success even though teams are preparing for him? And, you know, look, I think, you know, just from a raw talent standpoint, he certainly has a tool set to be able to do that. Ross Jackson, Locked on Saints podcast, uh, also Saints Wire, as well as CrestedySports.com, our guest. Ross, um, nobody wants to talk about next year, but uh, if they lose this week, you might have to start talking about next year. Um, first of all, the biggest question I get, and I've gotten it all week long, really for the last two weeks, is will Dennis Allen survive? Knowing the Bensons and, again, uh, the inner circle uh, and their loyalty, uh, even though, again, I, I would not go back with another year with this coaching staff. More than likely, I think that they would keep Dennis Allen around. What do you think will happen? Yeah, that feels most likely. Um, you know, I, I would consider, I was, it's funny, I was actually having this conversation earlier today too, but I, I would consider Dennis Allen not being the head coach in 2023 a surprise. doesn't mean that it's impossible, though. Uh, especially, you know, like you mentioned, like, you know, if you go the rest of the season here and lose out, then obviously there should be a conversation there. But I, I think the one thing to keep in mind is it, it, it's more than just Dennis Allen. If if Mickey Loomis and Gail Benson come together and, and, and Dennis Lauscher, the team president, if they come together and they say, hey, we want to go in a different direction and go away. We, we maybe overvalue the idea of continuity here. Mm-hmm. Let's go in a different direction at some of these key spots, quarterback, head coach, try to, you know, you're going to keep the most of this roster together going into next year because contractually you kind of have to. Uh, but, you know, if they make a, a philosophical change, then Dennis Allen may be kind of moved out of that conversation. But it would be about the philosophical change, not necessarily about Dennis Allen. Because right. This is a team that's very loyal, loyal to the people that have been there for a long time and that's been a part of their success over the course of the past 16 17 years but sure. you know this this season uh, hasn't hasn't yielded that kind of success so if that's enough to make them sort of philosophically shift then maybe that's the way that you see something like that go on but but you know as of right now just in terms of making a decision around the team performance the 2022 record and then that immediately translating into Dennis Allen not being there in 2023 I would consider that a surprise if this thing continues to spiral downward, and let's hope it doesn't, let's hope they turn this thing around and, and at least make it a, a, a race in the, S, in, in, the um, in the NFC South, 
Uh, you mentioned it. Um, uh, there's one school of thought where, again, they're going to be selling off their stars. But, look, they're $50 million over the cap now. And all that dead money that's going to be due because of all the restructuring is going to make it difficult in some cases. Um, uh, they'll be able to, if they do a, a post-June 1st um, uh, um, uh, deal, then maybe, again, you can spread that over two seasons. But if you're looking to do draft picks, uh, you like to get, you want to get those draft picks in 2023. The Saints right. are between, uh, between a rock and a hard place right now. Yeah, absolutely. And and look, I mean, what what this means because of all the restructuring and everything like that, what this means is that keeping the players in the building is your cost-saving measure. As opposed to what would usually be the case where people would shed players to free up cap space. So if the Saints actually keeping them in the building and restructuring their contracts again and then, you know, making the bigger moves in 2024, which should have a different salary cap when we start discussing things like you know, gambling money coming into the NFL, uh, the mm-hmm. new TV deals kicking out the salary cap, all those things. It's going to be a little bit easier to eat some of that. And just inherently, it's going to be a lesser amount because of, you know, the money depletes over time. And so, you know, I, I think that that's where they end up going. So, you know, they're in a rock and a hard place unless they feel really comfortable with those, you know, veteran players whose contracts they've restructured and, you know, and things like that. The, the thing that's going to be tough for the players that were restructured in their final years of their deal, or like in the case of Marcus Davenport, his fifth-year option was restructured. So if he's not in New Orleans next year, he's going to be resting on your books. If Jameis Winston goes elsewhere after this season, that's $11.2 million that's sitting on your books. So it'll be yep. those kinds of moves that, that are there. And then, of course, there's a couple of other things to consider, too. Marcus May may be looking at a suspension going in at some point mm-hmm. in 2023. Alvin Kamara could miss yep. as many as six games and still take a full chunk of your salary cap up. So there's like little pieces of that to consider as well. Plus, it's already what, like $5 million in dead money they're carrying over already uh, right, in, in the 2023 right, yeah. as well. No, no doubt. Always a pleasure. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. We won't be on next week, obviously, with Thanksgiving Day. But why don't you tell the folks about, again, uh, uh, everything you're doing and how folks can follow you on social media. Absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours as well. Hope you do have a good one over the course of that week, right? Celebrate it for the whole week, especially going into the weekend with the good food. you got to do that. Yes, indeed. Uh, every- <laughs> you know I ain't missing a meal. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's how I'm going to try to warm myself up next week, maybe. Uh, if you want to keep up with everything going on with me, you can find uh, you know all the written work over at CrescentCitySports.com as well as USA Today Saints Wire at SaintsWire.USAToday.com. Uh, the podcast Monday through Friday and then some Locked on Saints. You can find that on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts on the audio side as well. And you can keep it all together by following me on Twitter at Ross Jackson, NOLA, N-O-L-A. Always appreciate your time each and every week, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us. Absolute pleasure, buddy. Appreciate you. Take care. Stay safe. Talk to you soon. You too, bud. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. There you go. All right, again, don't forget about uh, my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, A lot of folks, uh, again, operating that heater. Some of you are operating that heater, and you haven't had it inspected by a professional. If you have a gas heater, a gas furnace, before you crank that baby up, you should have had had Burkhardt out there to do do uh, do an inspection and a thorough cleaning on, on the heater. It's not too late. 
Uh, call my friends at Burkhart with 15 trucks in the field and a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home with business. They'll be there. They'll get in there doing only the work that's necessary. They're not going to come up with some mysterious part that needs to be replaced. Not going to gouge. you, not going to cheat you. They want you to be a return customer. And, of course, again, you'll still be using the AC because it looks like it's going to be 78 degrees on Thanksgiving Day. So, yes, yeah, still problems with the AC system. They have you covered. Authorize the service. All brands authorize to sell some of the top brands in the industry. And then you got Burkhardt standing behind uh, their work. Uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Trusted them for over 30 years. You can do it as well. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Again, don't forget the Oceana family of restaurants are all open for Thanksgiving. That's Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Mambo's, and, and also Oceana Grill. And, of course, uh, you can enjoy fried turkey. Uh, with, again, the uh, turkey gravy, uh, crawfish jalapeno cornbread, mustard greens. If you'd like to have Oceana and the Oceana family of restaurants cater your um, Thanksgiving dinner, call Erica at 504-523-3661. That's extension 211. That's 525-3661, extension 211. That's Erica. And tell them the Big E sent you. We'll be right back. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, this is Eric Asher. If you know you'll be needing a new air conditioning system anytime soon, then you should call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating before the end of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. So see by calling Burkhardt today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. So good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine perfectly grilled ahi tuna topped with our famous barbecue shrimp. Get your Lake Villa tuna today only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. 
food so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine shrimp, crawfish tails, bell peppers, and onions in a creamy Alfredo sauce. It's Bobby and Deke's Mardi Gras pasta. Only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Ready to party for a good cause? This Friday evening, head to the Yaya Art Center for Just Say Yaya, a fundraiser featuring live music from Preservation Hall, great food, and more. Afterwards, keep the party going as one of the world's top DJs, Steve Aoki, returns to the Metropolitan Nightclub for a set to remember. For more ideas on what to do this weekend, pick up the new bar guide issue of Where You At at restaurants, bars, and grocery stores all over town or read it now on whereyat.com. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I want to thank Gary Smith and also Ross Jackson joining us in the program today. Uh, today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Uh, also in the Hideout Bar. Look, all are open seven days a week. All are open late. That means also on Thanksgiving, fried turkey, turkey gravy, garfish, jalapeno, cornbread, mustard greens on the menu. Also, again, a catering menu available for you. 525-3661, extension 211. Ask for Erica, Oceana Family Restaurants. Great play to celebrate your Thanksgiving holiday. Get on down and enjoy. Again, a great meal at the Oceana Family Restaurants. We'll be right back with Ali Cassell, followed by Jordi Collada. My name is Eric Asher. You listen to Inside New Orleans. My good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. You could save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, but when we just come out and say it, it feels like it falls a bit flat. So instead, we're going to have someone else say it. Because for some reason, when a random person talks about how great something is in a commercial, it's more believable. I saved with a Progressive Home and Auto Bundle. And there you have it. I mean, I'm not sure why she's more believable than me, but either way, you get the point about the saving. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. At Target, Black Friday deals are happening right now. Save on the hottest gifts to get ahead this holiday, like must-have toys, the latest tech, and incredible offers to get your home holiday ready. You'll discover new Black Friday deals each week in stores and at Target.com. And make holiday shopping easier than ever using free drive-up, free order pickup, and same-day delivery. Get low prices and great deals so you can holiday your way. Only at Target. Exclusions apply.
New Orleans. It's time for the man who tells it like it is. You want a bitch? He's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher and Inside New Orleans. <laughs> Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until six, four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. And of course, our podcast is everywhere. Check it out on the Anchor app or your favorite podcasting platform. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, our social media platforms. Hey, check us out tonight on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, 6 o'clock on LAE, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Set the DVR. Uh, Ricardo LeCompte of WWL Channel 4 Television and also uh, Christopher Dotson of Pelican Scoop join us on the program. We talked Riverbell Classic. We talked uh, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, and Saints. Uh, great show. Hope you get a chance to enjoy it. Again, um, that's, uh, that's uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, plenty of ways to catch the program now. And, of course, it will be up on our social media platforms this evening. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, and, of course, Oceana Grill, the mothership, Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter, just a fabulous restaurant. Uh, voted Top 10 USA Restaurant for Everyday, dry, everyday Dining by TripAdvisor. They're open seven days a week, home of, again, New Orleans' fantastic breakfast. Uh, I'm telling you, I'll put it up against any breakfast anywhere. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, the uh, ultimate Bloody Mary is a meal in itself. I mean, it is. And, and then, of course, the, the cocktails are, are absolutely amazing. 
uh, Cajun Creole dishes for lunch and dinner. Breakfast starts at, at 8 a.m., goes all the way to 1 p.m. Lunch from 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. And then 4 p.m. until 1 a.m. Uh, is the dinner service. So, again, five private rooms for your next event. If you're having a holiday party, uh, Oceana puts on a hell of a party, man. I'm telling you, they can do it right for you uh, with, again, five private rooms that accommodate from 10 to 120 guests. Uh, you can even use the courtyard for your event if you'd like. And then you just steps off Bourbon Street, not too far from Frenchman Street, if you want to be able to keep the, uh, the party going. Of course, family-friendly, right? Uh, great time to be able to bring the family together during the holiday season. Have a great meal over at Oceana Grill. And, you know, again, I want to remind everybody uh, that, that Oceana is, um, is, is open on Thanksgiving, as all the Oceana restaurants are. Fried turkey with turkey gravy, crawfish jalapeno cornbread, mustard greens on, on, uh, on the menu. And then also, if you'd like them to cater your Thanksgiving uh, uh, event, uh, 525-3661, extension 211, ask for Erica, and uh, they got a Thanksgiving catering menu available for you, and that's at all restaurants. Uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant, uh, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Oceana, uh, and the Hideout Bar all, again, uh, have the catering available for you, all have the Thanksgiving menu available for you as well. So get out there and enjoy a great meal at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. I do want to touch on something before we move into sports. It was reported last night by Fox 8 uh, that, that the FBI is now looking into clothing purchases made in the last five years by a New Orleans salon owner who also is a personal shopper and stylist uh, for Mayor uh, Latoya Cantrell. Tanya Blunt Haynes um, has made about 20 purchases of clothing and accessories worth thousands of dollars. Uh, some of those purchases were made with a combination of cash and credit cards. Others were paid with cash only. Um, again, um, these these this clothes were later uh, wore by the mayor by, at um, worn uh, at, at the Essence Festival 2018 visit of the Spain's royal couple. Uh, also, again, when she was still a, a council member uh, in 2017, um, Balance is the um, uh, is the store in which again the, the, the clothes were purchased. The FBI has, has been in, uh, interviewing again um, uh, salespeople and and also um, uh, employees of of, of the um, of the store. No one under uh, no one in the store is, is under investigation. This is strictly about uh, Latoya Cantrell and the purchase of these um, of the clothing. Um, and here's the thing that's mind blowing to me. When when I was watching uh, Lee's um, investigative report last night. And I talked about it uh, yesterday because Lee came out with it. Um, she has th- had 38 scheduled meetings, okay, since 2020 with, with again, her, um, her stylist. And, of course, she has never met with her department heads, uh, city department heads, since the summer of 2021. So you don't meet with your department heads, again, which, again, as I said before, I don't care. Major city, big city, small town. If you're a mayor, there is not a mayor of the United States of America. I don't care the size of the city that has not met with their department heads since 2021. Are you kidding me? How can you run a city without, without again, meeting with your department heads? And, of course, Lee discovered that uh, when, he, when he subpoenaed her calendar. Oh, I'm sorry, asked for a public records request of her calendar. So, uh, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I've said over the last couple of days why we know why every time she cuts a ribbon now, she's telling anybody that'll listen, she's doing the job, she's working hard, where our calendar shows, else, uh, shows, shows different. He also went into his investigative report last night, again, of uh, the mayor along with, uh, with uh, uh, her security guard, I mean, it was Vappy, um, uh, going on trips, multiple trips together, sharing hotel rooms, 
Uh, I mean, it's just, just, it's just a mess. Like I said before, I could care less what she does in her personal life. But, again, you cannot, again, mix, mix again, business with, with pleasure in that, in, in that in the, you know, and I'm putting air quotes there. You, you, can't, be, you can't be carrying on with, with a subordinate, okay? You're their boss. And, you know, just all the other situations that, that, we're, that we're seeing right now uh, that, again, it's just mind-blowing to me that 35% of the registered voters in the city have stood up to be able to sign this petition. Knowing that the Office of the Inspector General is, is investigating her for her use of the Pentalva Building apartment uh, that is a taxpayer-owned apartment for her own use. Uh, again, the possible payroll fraud with, again, with, with, um, uh, with, with uh, Officer Vaspi. Uh, and, and then, of course, now this FBI investigation into, again, uh, her purchasing clothing uh, at, at an upscale boutique here, here, in, uh, here in the metropolitan area. Uh, that on top of Lee Zurich, who again is, is again, who is all over her in, ter- in terms of again the the investigative reporting, uh, from again her calendar to again knowing again, uh, you know breaking down these trips, 57 uh, um, days away from the city, 18 percent of the year again on the road, and, and then also yesterday in, the, in his report, as I've been saying right right accommodations for the rich and famous, these upscale. Um, um, hotel arrangements that she's given her, that, that again, that she's upgraded to, in addition to, again, the upgrading of, of, of flying first class. Ladies and gentlemen, I told you a long time ago, these were junkets, these were vacations, and that, again, that she was not doing the job. And, uh, again, based on Lee Zurich's investigation thus far, I've been proven correct on that, okay? She's not doing the job. This has been on autopilot, again, her since her second term. And as I mentioned before, she had no plan coming in. She adopted the Landrew infrastructure plan. So as she cuts a ribbon, uh, not tip of the cap to Mitch Landrew, who ultimately set up the plan to be able to get this done. If anything, she's bogged it down by, again, uh, by again going out and starting all these projects but not completing them. So uh, the, the beat goes on. And Fox 8 seems like every night Lee Zurich's got another uh, investigative report into the mayor. Of course, she refused to answer his questions yesterday at the press conference with a rehearsed line that, again, she's not a very good actor. Uh, that, that, did, that, again, just didn't go over well. And you could see it was phony. All right, we'll, we'll get back to that next week, probably, unless there's something breaks between now and tomorrow. Uh, but the mayor now being probed by the FBI, also under investigation by the OIG, and Lee Zurich continuing to do his investigations on Fox 8 News. All right, join us on the program now. He does a fantastic job covering the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, again, the Bird Rights is a go-to um, uh, site. If you want to know what's happening, uh, again, with, with the Pels, you want, again, real reporters that, that, are, that are giving you the straight shot. And uh, Ali Cassell is the editor-in-chief. And uh, good times right now for the Pels as they are 4-1 in the second 10. They've won three in a row. Back-to-back wins at home after, again, dropping that game. They should have dropped to Portland. Uh, and he joins us now on the program. Ali, how are you? I'm doing great, Eric. And we definitely don't have to investigate the Pelicans because there's no problems to be seen <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. Um, what a game! What a, first of all, what, what a game last night by Trey Murphy. Let, let, let's let's talk about his maturation process. Well, go back to uh, preseason, and he looked fantastic. But again, he looked great last preseason. If everybody remembers, and he wasn't at the, in the start of the rotation during the season. But then he got his legs on, and I think going through that experience of the playing tournament uh, playoffs really served as a springboard for him because now this season he's been a consistent performer. He may not be scoring like he did the last two games, right? Had 13 
big points against Memphis to help the Pelicans win that game. And, of course, last night, broke out for 19-10, and 10, first double-double of his, of his career. And he's so much more than a shooter. Those people that are watching definitely probably see the uh, – see the differences in his game and his abilities because defensively he can cover anybody i mean he had a block shot against john morant last night against zach levine and we know the rebounding but also he's not one-dimensional offensively right he was when he first entered the league three-point shooter but now he can put that ball on the ground and he's looking to attack i mean he's throwing down some highlight reel dunks lately and i think we're going to see more and more from him i agree i mean you can just see the comfort level that has grown with him within himself uh, the confidence of being going out there and, and making plays and not just settling for the three-point shot, but the ability to be able to take it to the hole. But what I liked about him, we saw it even more last year, again, not afraid to mix it up inside. And and he, I know he said he grew another inch or so. Uh, he Again, he went in and got a little stronger in the weight room. Uh, but he just seems to be getting better each and every game. And, Look, he's a guy that, again, is one of the starters when, um, when Zion or, or B.I. Does, uh, is not starting. But other than that, he's on that second team, which i got to tell you right now, to me is, is the cog that, that runs this machine on this team. Uh, when you look at what Alvarado's doing, Nance consistently, again, Marshall. Uh, you talk about Trey Murphy coming off the, off the bench, even, even Dyson Daniels now being in the mix. Uh, to a lesser degree, uh, uh, Graham, again, but he can get hot. Uh, this second team plays Pelicans basketball, and when they come in, no matter what it is, it seems to be contagious from that point forward. You know, again, playing tough defense, uh, gang rebounding, uh, you know, giving up good shots for great shots. Everything that Willie Green preaches, this second team does to a T. I think it's the best bench in the league, and I know they're in the conversation along or among a lot of national pundits finally, but for me it's hands down. You've just rattled off all the names. Because I think Jose Alvarado on the right team could start. Same thing with Larry Nance and even Trey Murphy. So that's basically Pelicans have eight starters for you. And Dyson Daniels, he's growing leaps and bounds, right? He, he looks like he could be a, a better version of Herb Jones in that he, he can also help you so much more on the glass. I mean, his rebounding last couple of games has really been helpful to where the Pelicans felt comfortable just having Nance out there alongside him or even without Nance. Right against the Grizzlies, they held their own uh, grabbing those rebounds because that's that's the key, right? Limit your opponents to tough shots, but also to one shot, and that's what this group's doing. So yeah, they're bringing that type of fire that I think you need, right, to sustain um, a, a good season in terms of racking up some wins because you can't rely on your starters game in and game out, right? You've got to cover eight forty-eight minutes, and mm-hmm. as we've known from watching this team over the years. The bench has been usually a very big sore spot, right? They would give away a lot of leads during Anthony Davis there. I don't yes. think that's going to be the case, and sure enough, mm-hmm. they, they haven't shown any sign. So, like I said, best, best bench in the business. I mean, it, it seems like every night somebody else is, is contributing. I mean, one night it will be mm-hmm. Najee Marshall. Alvarado seems to be consistent night after night. Larry Nance, again, as I said, channeling his dad the other night against Memphis. I mean, <laughs> he was spectacular. And then his ability, to, again, to play uh, all five spots, but also, again, can rebound, score around the basket. He has a great basketball IQ in terms of passing the basketball. I mean, this guy's, you know, a lot of people thought he was a throw-in in the C.J. McConnell trade, and you and I talked about it. You know, don't, don't overlook this guy that's coming in uh, because, again, he's now been a mainstay on this team. I can't name five other better small ball centers in the league. And when he's healthy, we're seeing it now. He, he's explosive. At his six foot seven frame, he can dunk over centers, like legitimate centers, doing the Statue of Liberty dunks just like his dad used to do. 
And so, yeah, I mean, he's shooting, I think, what, around 70% from the field because he's taking all the right shots. He'll shoot the open three when he's wide open, but for the most part, he sticks to his uh, game plan very well. And I think that's what you need to do, right? Be a disciplined basketball team and play your roles to a T, and that's what this team's doing. So when we watched them beat the Houston Rockets, we saw them what turn it over 23 times because everybody's trying to, you know, get in the scoring column or what have you. This Pelicans team doesn't do that. They know who the stars are, and then they know how to fill in their roles. So when they're open, they'll shoot it. If there's a lane, they'll drive it. But otherwise, yeah, they'll do all the other intangibles that are needed, right? Like rebounding, uh, giving defensive help, you name it. So Larry Nance, he's at the top of that list. And his veteran presence also has to be included in our conversation because this team is very young. So I think we've seen a stabilizing kind of force when that trade happened, right, with CJ last year, but Nance especially this year. They never seem to get, you know, Eric, lose their way in games. I know they'll suffer some bad runs like Houston had, but for the most part, they still execute, and that's what you need to do, right? You can't have those consistent breakdowns on not knowing what you're doing on either end, and I think that's what Larry and C.J. provide. Good to see C.J. McCollum get out of his slump as well. Yeah, absolutely. That He couldn't have picked a better game to break out of a slump than against Memphis, right? That 30 points was sorely needed without Zion Williamson, and it's good to see that he, you know, He's shooting the ball well again because that's that's what he even says himself. That's something that I count on to be able to bring to every single game. He's like, I may not be able to do the other stuff very well, but I should at least be able to shoot. So really, that's why he's here, right? You need to be able to spread the floor for these guys, uh, B.I. and Zion, also distribute, but especially the scoring. I mean, we were wondering what's going on with him. Some people were saying maybe even Jose should replace him in the starting lineup. Well, he, as we were talking about last week, Eric, he was sick. He had a big viral infection that really knocked him down for three or so games. So now that he's passed it, I think we're seeing the true C.J. McCollum. Talk a little bit about Zion. Again, first of all, his injury. Second of all, how he's fitting offensively and, of course, defensively with his team. Yeah, he injured his foot in that, game, in that win against the Houston Rockets three games ago to where he twisted his ankle landing on uh, one of the Houston players, Garuba, I believe, his foot early in that fourth quarter, but he ended up, you know, finishing that game. He didn't set down. But from what we were told, you know, it swelled up a little bit. It did start bothering him. So what was initially called an ankle sprain, they've now changed it to a contusion. So I think there's a strong chance we'll definitely either see him tomorrow against the Celtics or on Monday against the Warriors. And Willie Green said that we're going to see him on this homestand at some point. So those are the only two games left on this homestand. But offensively, I think they're finally finding how he fits in. Because at first, they were just throwing the ball in the post, if everybody remembers, maybe the first eight or so games, letting him go to work. Or, you know, the occasional handoff somewhere on the perimeter and look to drive. But now, they're setting him up to where, you know, he's running some pick and rolls, whether it was C.J. McCollum or Brandon Ingram. Being more diverse with that offense, and that's what you need to do. right? I mean, we see how good pick and rolls um, can just devastate a defense because how are you going to guard them, right? You have to stay with both men if they're both lethal, and the Pelicans have those weapons. Kind of like what they're trying to do now, especially in C.J. McCollum's case, is what Zion used to do with J.J. Redick when he was here because J.J. Redick, when he was in Philly, developed to be one of the best pick-and-roll tandems with Joel Embiid. They were simply unstoppable. You guard the big man rolling, well, then that's going to leave J.J. open for an open shot, which he's going to can in your face, and that's what they're doing now. So Zion, CJ, they can all handle the ball, make all the passes. They also know where all their sweet spots are. So the offense, 
we always talked about they're never going to have an issue. This team seemingly can get to 110, 115 points every single night, even if they struggle uh, from three-point range, which they haven't last couple games. But yeah, right. moving forward, it's just going to prove to be uh, another weapon for Willie to where you know he's going to be able to rest B.I. and C.J., not ask for them to maximize themselves and say 35 minutes a, a game. Um, now, because you've got Valentinus, you've got Zion, you've got all those other weapons we talked about, those role players. They're, they're just going to be, I think, one of the most devastating offenses we've ever seen here in New Orleans history. Nobody wants to overreact after 15 games, but how big of a, of a win was that against Memphis the other night? I loved it because, honestly, I think Memphis is one of those teams you have to go through in the West to get yes. into the playoffs. And we were wondering, you know, how are they going to stack up? It was a good litmus test. Because last year, Eric, I know they won the opening game against the Memphis Grizzlies, but I'm not sure if John Moran played that one. But either way, the three uh, games that followed, Memphis beat the Pelicans by combined 60 points. You know, so they basically proved that the Pelicans were not in the same league as them. And, of course, they finished second in the West. I think they had, what, 56 or so wins. And they're still that same team that we saw last season. I know they were missing Desmond Bain, who's a big uh, contributor for him. But yes. still, when you've got John Moran on the floor, he's as unstoppable as any star in this mm-hmm. league today. And, and they've got all the perfect role players. So it was good to see that the Pelicans not only were able to offset John Morant, because Brandon Ingram, Trey Murphy had it going early, and then, of course, C.J. McCollum got going too. But also defensively, they shut him down. And, of course, I thought the toughness, that was the big, biggest thing that stood out to me. Memphis, everybody equates with what? Playing hard, playing yes. passionate basketball, giving 110% effort multiple times on a single possession. That's something we've always wished to see the Pelicans do. And now that they have the personnel, now they're beginning to do it on the court. And in that Memphis game, I thought it was maybe their best win of the year. Right? That Dallas win was nice. They had a lot of stars out. But that Memphis game, they went and outgritted a team that's known for their grit. So I just think that bodes well. When you've got a top yes. offense, but you can also grit and grind like that, Boy, the Pelicans mm-hmm. are going to be a tough team to beat. Yep. Um, they've got Golden State on Monday, but they got a huge one on Friday night against Boston. The Celtics are one of the top teams in the NBA right now. Uh, of course, the Pels lead the Southwest Division. Um, uh, what are your thoughts and how they are going to have to deal with, again, the very, very talented Celtic team? Well, thank goodness they've got Herb Jones, Najee Marshall, Dyson Daniels, and Jose Alvarado. Because I don't think there's a better tandem in the league than Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Last year, that's the reason why the Boston Celtics made the finals, was largely because of those two. Now, of course, they've got other good role players, Marcus Smart, Al Horford. But still, those are the two that drive the engine in Tatum and Brown. And I think they've even taken another step this year, especially Brown, to where any given night, those guys can go off for 30 points. And I think they're averaging, I heard somewhere, about 56, 57 points a night. So, like I said, best tandem in the league. So you, you need defenders to slow those guys down, make it hard for them, and the Pelicans have that. But of course, they can also score points. So it, say they're struggling to stop those guys because they're just simply hot. As we know, offense really has all the advantages in today's game. Well, the Pelicans can score too, so I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be yet another litmus test. Yep. I, I think is the best team against the best team in the East and the one I'm picking to win everything this year. So I can't wait to see it. Close to a sellout from what I understand. Yes, that's what I've been hearing too, Eric. And I'll tell you what, these last two home games, a lot of fans turned out. You mm-hmm. would have thought for Memphis, sure, a lot of fans will come to that one because it's a division rival. Everybody wants to beat John Morant. But I'll tell you what, next night, last night against the Chicago Bulls, more fans than usual showed up, and it was loud. 
And, and that's what you want to see, right? You want to create a real home court advantage. And for the first time in a long time, they're doing that very early in the season here for New Orleans. I mean, this is a good team. You need to go out and support it. I mean, there's just no other way around it. I mean, again, you know, uh, we've been through some some lean years when it comes to NBA basketball. Saints are down now. A lot of those fans turn their attention to the Pels. And, uh, you know, bad for the Saints, good for the Pels, no doubt about that. Always a pleasure to have you on the program, my friend. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family as we'll be out next Thursday. Uh, but nevertheless, we appreciate your time each and every week. Tell everybody about your fantastic site and how folks can follow you on social media. Absolutely. Thanks, Eric. And happy Thanksgiving to you and all your listeners out there. You can follow us along over at SB Nation. It's all one word, www.thebirdrights.com. We can get all the pertinent information. As you said, we've got game coverage, what's going on with the team, injuries, and upcoming schedules, right? This team's fun to cover right now, so there's a lot of good things to talk about. Yep, and I hope that, that will continue. Big, big game against the Celts on Friday and then a kind of str- a struggling Golden State team on Monday. Uh, looking forward to, again, the, uh, the next, next couple games for the, for the Pels. Thank you, my friend. Uh, we'll talk, we'll talk uh, the, the, the week after next. Definitely. Looking forward to it, Eric. Take care. There you go, buddy. Thanks. At Ali Cassell on Twitter. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt. And I tell you this all the time. You know, one of the things John Burkhardt told me when we first started working together years and years and years ago when I, when I was involved with, uh, with property management was, again, about um, the, the benefits of keeping your AC and heating systems tuned up. Uh, you know, tune-ups are about peace of mind. Uh, in one year, your air conditioning heating systems can run for as many as 2,000 hours. The annual precision tune-up will help extend the life of your system by identifying and preventing problems, uh, keeping small repairs, again, from going into major breakdowns. It's going to help optimize your system's efficiency. And, of course, that's going to mean savings on your electric bill. And who doesn't need savings on their electric bill these days? Uh, you get an annual tune-up. It's going to help maintain your system's warranty, and those warranties require the regular routine maintenance. Uh, at Burkhardt, they give you a multi-point inspection that's performed by one of their uh, their, uh, uh, their their top um, 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 technicians, uh, and, and of course, um, having the Burkhart name standing behind it. Nate certified technicians, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. And as uh, John Burkhart told me a long time ago, AC system, you want to keep that, uh, you want to have that tuned up because, again, you do need breakdowns in the middle of the summer. But your heating system, that's about safety. That, that's about making sure, again, uh, that it's working properly. You don't want problems with it. We call monoxide poisoning or, or again, fires. So, again, get the tune-up. Get the cleaning. Um, make that happen. And to make it happen easy for you, call my friends at Burkhart. They'll be out there quickly taking care of you, and uh, you'll be glad you did. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Also, while, while we're talking about, again, great family-owned and operated business, don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire. You know, one of the things that the Piazza family have done is, Again, they understand that you're working all week long. And you can't be in a situation sometimes where, again, you have time to be able to drop your vehicle off during the day uh, to be able to have it serviced. So they have service Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, but also Saturday uh, from 8 to 3. Uh, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, wheels and tires up to 30 inches, they made it even easier for you. You go to southerntire.com, check out the, the, the tires you want, uh, 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 purchase those tires, and what will happen is, uh, my friends over at Southern Tire will have that ready for you when you drive in. All you're going to do is come in, mount those tires for you, and you're rolling right out. Problems with the engine? Uh, they have the latest diagnostic equipment, uh, the same as the dealership, even more diagnostic equipment than the dealership. I'll tell you that straight up right now. And then, of course, again, ASE certified technicians uh, that will keep your vehicle on the road. Uh, you're looking for a quality shop that's going to be taking care of you like family? 
owned by the Piazza family since 1972. It's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. That's uh, 504-737-1558. Looking for a company you can trust with your vehicle. It's the Piazza family and Southern Tire. We'll be right back. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. This fall, there are updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. If it's been at least two months since your primary series or booster, schedule your updated COVID-19 booster dose at vaccines.gov. Look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to just before the Bonnet Carey Spillway. Your delays are heavy 10 eastbound from Loyola to power and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past city park to the high rise in the meantime on the 610 on the eastbound side your delays are solid from just past st bernard to the 10610 merge if you're traveling on the 610 on the westbound side your delays are solid right at canal boulevard if you're traveling eastbound along the west bank expressway in the crescent city connection your delays are solid from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. If you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Also, in the meantime, if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain, excuse me, along the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway, your delays are steady from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson broadcasting for the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick and get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name is Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. 
Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and of course Mambo's and the Hideout Bar. Uh, Remember, Mambo's and all the rest of the Oceana Family of Restaurants will be open on Thanksgiving Day. And uh, they got a great Thanksgiving menu for you. Fried turkey with turkey gravy, crawfish, jalapeno, cornbread, uh, mustard greens. Also, again, a Thanksgiving catering menu is available. Hey, call Erica at 504-525-3661, extension 211, and get the the catering menu there and allow them to be able to cater your uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Look, a lot of folks coming in from out of town for um, Thanksgiving. A lot of your family members coming back to home, coming back home to be able to um, uh, enjoy Thanksgiving. Bring them over to Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street, three floors of, well, again, the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. First of all, the, uh, the, the Cajun Creole cuisine, the menu is absolutely fantastic. The cocktails, magnificent. Um, there you can dine in an authentic French Quarter courtyard. They got a Bourbon Street balcony uh, on, on the second floor, which is in a private bar there. Uh, a lot of seating there as well. And then, of course, Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Uh, again, your family members have never seen this before. Uh, again, this is a unique only to Mambo's, the only Bourbon Street rooftop bar there. Uh, again, with a great seating, fantastic menu for you. Perfect night out with friends, family, romantic getaway, getting the family back together, doing it over over at the um, uh, at, at Mambo's rooftop bar. Lunch and dinner served seven days a week, and also Thanksgiving Day they will be serving Thanksgiving dinner as well as their regular menu. Want to find out more? Go to MamboNola.com. When you finish up, go right next door to the hideout bar where there'll be live music in a courtyard setting. Uh, also, again, fantastic fun food as well as cocktails man you won't do it wrong and when you're making your new orleans memory your next bourbon street memory at mambo's and the hideout bar all part of the oceana family of restaurants and remember all oceana restaurants are open late seven days a week and they're all open on thanksgiving day for you all right uh, uh as we uh, turn our attention away from the pelicans and to the lsu tigers what a time it is uh, to, to be, again, a fan of the Tigers, but also to be covering the Tigers. Joining us now is Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show. Hands down, uh, he's taking the digital platform uh, by storm. Uh, again, his his his, uh, his show, the Jordy Collada Show, is seven to nine weekdays, but it's on YouTube, so you have the, the, the ability to go see it anytime you want. It's fun, it's entertaining, uh, it's informative, and, of course, happy to have him with us each and every week on the program. Jordy, how are you? Hey, thanks for having me back, man. Jordy, uh, first of all, how big of a win last week coming off the Alabama win was against Arkansas, considering Jaden Daniels struggled as much as he could? And, of course, you had, a, I guess, another coming out party uh, with some people are calling the next Lawrence Taylor and Harold Perkins Jr. Incredible win. He, you know, you and I talked a little bit about it last week. I, this, these were the games that I thought Brian Kelly was really brought in for. I mean, you know, look, they're going to compete in the Alabama games. They're going to be there in those big games. And, you know, LSU has a reputation of being there for the big ones. But, you know, the inconsistency was 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 buried in the Arkansas, Mississippi State, Ole Miss weeks. And I, I think you saw the value of Brian Kelly last week in a, you know, in a, in a, in a really easy spot to be down. Uh, you know, the gray skies, cold weather, emotional win. A team on the other side with a really good plan. I thought Barry Odom gave – you know, the, 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 the remaining schedule of, of LSU, you know, a blueprint on how to defend Jake Daniels at that offense. Yep. It was a it was a challenging day, but, you know, your, your, your players stepped up and made plays. Guys like Harold Perkins, who you mentioned, 
uh, you know, really kind of came through and uh, shined at the right spots, and uh, you were able to get out of there with a the win. There are pictures on the scorecard, and as long as you get the W and keep it rolling, you're all right. Yeah, I'm with you. And I'm also with you on the Jaden Daniels situation. It was going to be one of my first questions to you. Um, you know, we saw that for the first time, him being stymied, not just through the air, but also, again, on the ground, his ability to be able to run the football consistently. Um, uh, and I think it could be a blueprint. But, again, also, Matt House saw it as uh, – uh, uh, I'm sorry, um, Denbrock saw it as well. Uh, so when you look at that, what type of adjustments do you think they're going to make with Jaden Daniels so, again, that other teams are try- trying to duplicate uh, what Arkansas was able to do? Well, I think he's going to have to step up in the pocket. You know, last week I think that they were taking the outside away from him. They were not letting him get point. You know, outside of that tackle box. And, you know, he really didn't know how to react to that. And I think this week, if, if you see, and especially next week against A&M and the SEC title game against Georgia, you know, if you start to see that outside push and, you know, take away the outside. I think the, you know, the the, um, you know, the the, the change, um, you know, the, the 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 adjustment that you can make is just getting him to step up. So it'll be a clear passing lane, and you know, stick to those principles of how he's been playing. Of you know, trusting what he's seeing and unloading the ball. I think he kind of got a little bit back to you know, maybe a little bit nervous and happy feet and holding on to the ball, and uh, you know, not really trusting what he was looking at, which which, which cost him, I thought, last Saturday. Uh, with, with that said, I mean, a, a really big victory at a, at a tough place to play early in the morning, cold, and, and this team showing some, some real resilience as well. Um, when you look at, 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 the, at the, the team as a whole, coming off again, look, it's hard to come back from a win like Alabama yeah. and not to have a little bit of a hangover. But, I, you know, you really like the way, the way that he had the team prepared, ready to go. And got to give kudos to, to Josh Williams. Who again, once again, you know, look, I had questions about him being an SEC back earlier in the season. I mentioned LSU doesn't have an SEC back. Boy, am I wrong. Uh, he he showed one. There was one move where he looked like like Dalton Hilliard, okay, back in the day. And then of course his low center of gravity way he runs reminds you of Clyde Edwards-Helaire. This kid, uh, 122 yards last week, and really carried the the, the Tigers on offense. Look, I, I think a, a story of the team, everybody's talking about the emergence of Jaden Daniels and how good Harold Perkins is, and rightfully so. But I think another you know, storyline on this squad has been Josh Williams. He, he has been consistent. He has you know, really answered uh, all of the challenges thrown his way. And look, the, he, the reason why he's on the field is because he can, do, he, he can do all of the duties. He can pass protect. He can run the ball. He can catch it. Uh, you know, he, he is a valuable piece for LSU in a lot of areas, and, um, you know, he, he has become the primary back. He's the guy they trust. He, he's the one that they're turning to on third and 14 and handing it to him and him nearly picking up the first down. I mean, he, is, he, he has been um, a blessing, really. I mean, there's no other way to say it for this LSU team. I mean, that, that was a position that was very uh, up in the air. They needed some production there, and Josh Williams has really stepped up, and, uh, you know, he, he's the guy. I've had this question asked to me several times since since the weekend uh, about Jaden Daniels, who again has has the eligibility to come back to LSU if he'd like. Um, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think he's coming back for his senior season uh, at LSU, or do you think he's going to enter the draft? You know, it, at this point, it, it, it's I don't I don't know whether or not he's he's going to come back or if he's going to stay. If if, if I were him. I would probably come back because he's got an opportunity to really improve his draft stock. But, E, what he's done 
is he's given himself an option. I mean, he's got the opportunity mm-hmm. to go get information, and if he if he hears what he likes, I mean, you know, he, he's got the option of going in. I don't think that anybody would have believed that, you know, uh, you know, a month ago, six months ago, when he transferred in. I think that you know, the 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 the, the view of of Jaden Daniels was someone who was going to be a stopgap for LSU, and then you move on to the, this this talent that you have so young in the quarterback room for for years after and, and Daniels has given himself at least the choice, right? I mean, the option to, to weigh on whether or not he should return. And mm-hmm. I think that, that, you know, that's, that, that kind of tells the story of this season. You know I mean? That, that kind of tells you what, what this year has been like. I mean, for Jaden Daniels to have this opportunity, I think describes LSU's success and how good of a coach Kelly is. And, um, you know, for, for him to have that choice, I think is a win in itself. And if I had to, if I had to say one way or the other, and, and this is not you know selfish because of, of being close to LSU and covering that sure. program, I, I think that he could really benefit from coming back for a year, you know, showing the the NFL guys that he can do it for a consistent season, and mm-hmm. you know, really elevate his draft stock to a potential first round pick. I mean, you know, from yes. from a skill set standpoint, he he's exactly what the NFL is looking for in 2022. No I mean, you know, maybe 10 years ago he didn't fit the mold, but you know, mm-hmm. in, in today's age NFL, he's He's almost the blueprint, and and you know when 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 he goes and seeks information this this year, I mean it only takes one team, right? I mean ask Tim Tebow, it only takes one squad that, to to fall in love with you and, and make you a first round pick. And if there's somebody out there that's telling him, hey man, if you come out, you'll be our first choice. Um, you know, I mean he he's he's got something to think about. I think if he came mm-hmm. back, he he could he could solidify that because of you know just how 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 much he's he's progressed. Oh, I agree. And look, you mentioned it. The, the, the NFL scouts will pre-draft, will tell him where they think he'll go, and then he'll make that decision from there. He could use another year. There's no doubt about it to really hone his skills. They just scratched the surface on, on, under um, Kelly and, and, of course, uh, Dembrock. Uh, but um, that there's a little bit of a domino effect in that quarterback room, right? Garrett Nussmeyer, Walker Howard, the Collins kid coming in. Uh, you know, are these kids going to be going to be willing to sit and wait, or you know, if they, if they uh, you know, if they, if they compete and don't get the uh, uh, the the starting quarterback job? No, look, we talked to Ricky Collins about it yesterday, and and, and he, I mean, this is kind of the golden age of LSU quarterback recruiting. I can't remember when when, right. when the quarterback has had this much success in successive classes like they are experiencing right now. I mean, if you go back to, you know, Garrett Nussmeyer followed up by Walker Howard, followed up by Ricky Collins. And then, you know, earlier last week, Colin Hurley, uh, the top state, you know, the top player in the state of Florida, who's just reclassified committed to LSU. And he's a five-star guy that's, you know, got offers from everybody in the country. So, I mean, you look at that room two years from now, three years from now, I mean, it's going to have, and be as as good as it's ever been. And I don't know what it's going to look like as far as the transfer portal goes. There's no way that all of those guys finish their eligibility at LSU just because of the nature of the position. But as far as the competition goes, uh, I, I really, I, you know, Jamarcus, Ryan Paralu, Matt Flynn, mm-hmm. maybe, uh, you know, something like that. But, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're talking about some real high-end, quarterback prospects, blue-chip guys coming in that'll be in the room at the same time. Talk about UAB and the challenge in front of the Tigers. Well, look, I, 
I think UAB catches LSU at a good time. Everybody's talking about that spread. LSU's favored by 14 and a half. And, you know, I mean, look, they've played a lot of emotional games. LSU has. They've played a lot of intense games. They're, you know, for fairly healthy, but they're still banged up. And, you know, UAB's got a big running back. They're big physical, you know, style of play. But, you know, I think it's 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 the same thing for them. I mean, they're they're in week twelve too. You know, I mean, this is they're beat up. I mean, this is um, late in the season and in a very physical year. And you know, I think coming in on Saturday night, I think LSU should be able to take care of business. I'm hoping that they'll, you know, they'll play some of these young guys. I'm hoping that we see Walker Howard. I'm hoping that we see some of these these guys that we haven't seen up to this point. And um, you know, see see what that 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 future really looks like before LSU's got to turn it up again in College Station in Atlanta for uh, for the title game. You know, I had a little debate on the TV show today about you know again what's the biggest attribute that that Kelly's brought to the team? Is it discipline? Is it accountability? Is is it both? Uh, you've been very very close to this situation since day one. What do you think it is? I think it's all of that. I think it's just structure. Really, I mean, I think it's just. It's it's daily outlines of the day that the players have to be responsible and accountable to that they know their teammates are bought. I mean, he told a story earlier this week about Micah Baskerville that I thought really kind of highlighted the whole thing. Baskerville, when he came in, he got the job. He went and saw Kelly and said, look, man, I'm thinking about coming back. And Kelly said, okay, well, you know, it's not going to be that easy. Let, let me do a little homework and I'll get back to you. And he said, all I heard about Micah Baskerville was that he was a knucklehead, didn't go to class, didn't get his rehab, you know, was, was, was late for everything, always kind of, you know, was, was his own worst enemy. And, you know, Kelly sat down with him and said, this is how it's going to be. You want to come back. This is how, this is the only road to get back. And he lined it out for Baskerville. And Baskerville, you know, Kelly told the story earlier this week that Baskerville has been just phenomenal, has, has done all of what he has asked him to do and more. And now you're really starting to see him, you know, become one of the leaders of the team and a guy that they're, you know, that, that they're counting on each week to be a playmaker for him. And then Baskerville answered the question yesterday when the players were out there. And he said, look, man, that was I, I, I was, you know, the reputation on me was correct. And when he came in, I needed what he was offering. I needed structure. I needed discipline. I needed to be accountable to myself and, and see that, you know, some of the decisions that I had made in the past really, you know, were, 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 were easy, but dumb in the, you know, in, in the same sense. I mean, it was, it was easy to, to comply, but it was just a, a, a dumb decision and, you know, being able to kind of fall in line and buy into Kelly's method and into the program. I think you, you're seeing one of your veterans, one of your, your, your starters, one of your captains, uh, really, really see the positives of that, really start to see the, the, the dividends that that is paying uh, for him personally. And, of course, that, you know, that's just going to flood down into the locker room, and you know, those young guys are going to see that. And I think that you know, the way that Kelly kind of described it and the way that Baskerville kind of painted it, you, know, you kind of got a vision of, of both sides of just what it is that Kelly has brought in. I mean, they're, they're a really mm-hmm. good football team, but you know, more than that, He's got them paying attention to the little things, and and I think that's that's been kind of the, the 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 separator between you know LSU and the rest of the pack. Tigers take on UNO Privateers tonight in basketball. Your thoughts? It's a big number. E. I mean, I yeah, this LSU team to to, to be favored by twenty five over anybody this early on with so many new faces, I think, is a very mm-hmm. strong, bold number. And you know, obviously. 
um, got a lot of respect for, for, for Coach Celeste and the privateers coming yes. down. Sure. Um, and, 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 you know, look, LSU, you watch them play, and they look exactly what they are. They, they're a bunch of new guys playing together, and you can see it. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're still trying to kind of feel each other out and figure it out on the floor. But, you know, they got, they got a little bit of talent. Adam Miller is, is a mm-hmm. natural scorer. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's, got, he's, a really, he's a really solid, fluid player. Uh, anxious to see how some of these transfers translate to SEC. You know, it's, it's been it's been a little rough early, but like I said, you know, it's new faces, new coaches, new system, new program, and you know, they they, they deserve a little grace period to figure it out. And you know, tonight will be a stiff test. It'll be a nice nice yeah. nice challenge for them. It should be a good game. No doubt about it. This is the kind of analysis you get each and every day on the Jordy Colada Show. Jordy, tell us all about it. Easiest way to find us is on the on social media at Colada Show. Uh, hit us on YouTube seven to nine a.m. daily at Jordy Colada Show is where you can find us and uh, that's uh, we're all digital, uh, so right there yep. on your phone, on your computer is where you can where you can get to us. Thank you so much, my friend. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. We won't be available next week because of the, because of the holiday. We'll talk to you the following week. Happy Thanksgiving, Eve. Thank you, man. Thank you, bud. Appreciate the time, as always. There he goes, Jordy Collada. Uh, Got to check out his show. It is a must-watch each and every day. All right. Uh, don't forget, uh, again, uh, about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. I don't care where you live, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, you go home tonight, heater's not working, you call. A Burkhardt employee will answer the phone and will dispatch a Burkhardt truck out to your home that will take care of your heating system and get you up and running. Whether it's your heating system, air conditioning system, whether you need help, again, with that generator, that APCO whole home air treatment system, or you need electrical help, Burkhardt is a one-stop shop for you. Truly a company can trust. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Don't forget about our friends over at um, uh, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, title sponsor for today's program. They'll be serving Thanksgiving dinner on Thanksgiving all day long. Fried, a fried turkey for you. Turkey with turkey gravy, crawfish, jalapeno, cornbread, mustard greens. And of course, if you like your Thanksgiving menu uh, uh, catered, call Erica at 504-525-3661 extension 211. That's by all the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Odewall's Cookery, and the Hideout Bar. We'll be right back. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. 
Cumulus New Orleans has an immediate opening for a radio and digital account executive. Excellent earning potential, incredible benefits, and wonderful working conditions. Outside sales experience preferred. To apply, go to Cumulus.com and click on Work Here. That's Cumulus.com. Join the winning team today at Cumulus Media New Orleans and change your life for the better. Radio and digital marketing is a high energy, fun, and exciting career. Apply at Cumulus.com, an equal opportunity employer. So good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine, topped with cheddar cheese, then smothered in a spicy crawfish and mushroom cream sauce. And that's just the fries. Only at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Food so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine peeled tail-on Gulf barbecue shrimp, swimming in butter, garlic, rosemary, and Cajun spices. Only at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861-ROOF. That's 861 76 Leslie Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-786-9300. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Remember, again, the Oceana family restaurants are open seven days a week. They're open late. And also, again, they'll be open on Thanksgiving for you. Fried turkey with turkey gravy, crawfish, jalapeno, cornbread, mustard greens on the menu. Want to have it catered? 525-3661, extension 211, ask for Erica. Want to thank uh, uh, Alec Cassell, uh, Gary Smith, Ross Jackson, Jordy Collada, Rudy back at studio. Want to thank our great sponsor, sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slide to the sponsor, sponsor our program. And as always, we appreciate you supporting the sponsor. We appreciate you listening to the program. Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour is up next with Michael Green and Ken Trahan. It's an abbreviated version. LSU UNO with the voice of the privateers. Jude Young takes over at uh, 645, tip off at 7 o'clock. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock for another edition of Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about Inside New Orleans at 6 o'clock tonight on WLAE TV. From the dog catcher, the governor, that includes the man. They all got to go. Broadcasting.